Visionaries Global Media, envisioning excellence on a global scale. Hey guys, Chris here, and welcome back to another episode of Chris Talks Games. As always, and as it says on the tin, my name is Chris, and go check out some games today. Um, a few bits to talk about, mainly talk about Nintendo's uh, presentation, which I had this week. Um, but first off, I'm going to start with the news. Okay, first up, we do have a few rumours in regards to release dates. Um... None of these are set in stone, so it is very movable, but obviously with the end of 2022 coming up, there are still some big games to try and work out when they are going to hit. Um, I've been feeling going around Twitter and a few kind of alleged leakers have some kind of dates come out. Uh, the main one being Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, uh, the Avatar game coming from Ubisoft. Um, there is a rumour going around it may be looking at an 18th of November release date. I would put that with the same day as Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but I think that's kind of where looking. It could be a bit later than that, because um, obviously you have got the second Avatar film being released in December. They probably could let it go into early December if they wanted to, but I do expect it to be towards the end of this year. Um, apparently November the 18th has been mooted around for it. Uh, the new Need for Speed game, which hasn't really been shown off properly, is reportedly due for the beginning of November, around the 4th of November. And Skull and Bones, the Ubisoft um, pirate jet game, is kind of rumoured for the 8th of November. Um, these are just like little kind of People leaking stuff online, so there's no guarantee whatsoever these are definitive or set in stone. Um, the interesting one is God of War Ragnarok. That is potentially down for the 11th of November. A lot of people are expecting a November release for the game because it is still safe for 2022, but there is a chance it could slip. Um, a lot of reports going around that Tony were going to release... The release date this week just gone, so around about the 30th of June was heavily heavily rumoured and that people have, um, who had leaked, it did say that there is a couple of people said it on the 30th of June to find out more about it, so they both said that that was a plan and quite last minute Sony decided to pull back a bit and not release the information then, so... That's got up in the air, but obviously, um, yeah, it's quite interesting to see how it will go down and what happens with that. Um, yeah, so that's got a few rumours for release dates for some big games at the end of the year. Um, like I said, the only one I mentioned that confirmed is Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, which is the 18th of November. We'll be interested to see what they do end up 
around them. Uh, next up, um, Nintendo did have, did have two presentations this week. Uh, the first one, or not this week, this month. Um, first one was last week on the 22nd of June. They had a Xenoblade Chronicles Focus Direct, which is purely all about Xenoblade Chronicles 3, showing off Astronaut's new games. It gave us a proper introduction to the new... Uh, main characters, so it's part of six characters you'll be looking after. Uh, a bit of insight into the world and some of the quality of life changes. And uh, looking how the battle system works. Um, the hero system is basically where you can have a seventh NPC join your party. And you can then uh, use their class and learn their moves or arts, as they're called. The Xenoblade franchise, which looked pretty cool. Um, there's a show all the battling, how that all works. Um, and, uh, yeah, a lot of quality of life things, like the new kind of waypoint system of working out where you're going on the map. Now it's really clean and smart. And the new Ouroboros um, mechanic, which is where two characters fuse together to create another being. Um, they had off. They had multiple f- different forms as well. So, because two characters um, fusing together, you can change the characters and control it. it. Does change the moves and abilities and the appearance of the Ouroboros form, which is really cool. Um, yeah, a lot of people, especially fans of the game, came out very, very impressed. Um, looks like it seems to be taking the best parts of Xenoblade Chronicles. Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and Xenoblade Chronicles X from the Wii U. And kind of mashing them together, making it kind of a really kind of strong entry into the series. So yeah, very excited to see how it all turns out and plays when it comes out at the end of July. And then last bit of news we had is according to a report where someone spoke to Tony Hawks, Activation, Activision may have messed up the chances of a new Tony Hawks game. Because um, after the Tony Hawk's 1 2 remake released, um, did phenomenally well, and then Activision and Tony Hawk did actually have talks about a new game in the franchise. This is after the time that Activision had merged Vicarious Visions with Blizzard. So the development team that actually did Tony Hawk's post game 1 2. Uh, HD like the remasters actually didn't know didn't exist as a studio anymore um, so according to Tony Hawk in an interview um, he was talking to Activision they were trying to work out who would develop it and Activision didn't have any suitable development teams to do it so at the moment there is no plans for another game because Activision doesn't have a development studio so they have, might have very well messed up a very promising franchise for themselves. Obviously, with the whole marks of acquisition going through, there's a chance they might restructure things. I don't think Vicarious Visions will come out of Blizzard, but maybe there'll be a division of Blizzard that they can work on the game. Um, maybe Microsoft will get that going again. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see exactly what does happen with that. 
Um, but yeah, that kind of wraps up the news. Um, a bit of a bit, but yeah, on to the main subject of the show. Okay, so the main section of the show is all about Nintendo's main presentation. Um, they had literally just had their investor meeting this week, but a lot of the numbers haven't come out properly yet, so I can't really do a proper breakdown um, quite yet. Um, really, because not all the information's come out, so I can't really focus on that this episode. So. If it does all come out next, by the time the next episode is done, I can probably do it as a news piece or if there is some juicy stuff there, um, I could then do it as a main kind of, um, main kind of subject. But we are going to talk about the Nintendo Direct Mini they had this week on the 29th, uh, 28th of June, sorry. Um, yeah, it's had a partner showcase. Um, which disappointed a lot of people. A lot of people's expectations went down through the floor because obviously it wasn't going to be their big E3 direct. There wasn't any Nintendo kind of first party. There was technically a game that is an Nintendo IP or it's a couple of games that have Nintendo characters in, but they were developed in partnership, so it's not purely Nintendo doing those. So, um, so you're going to go through and give a summary of what was there. Kind of at the end, I'll give my thoughts on what I liked, what stood out for me, um, and like what my thoughts were on the presentation, really. Um, I started off with another trailer for Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak, which is the big Monster Hunter DLC, which is out now. At the time this um, podcast goes gets released. Um, yeah, to show it off, some more of the monsters are getting added and bits like that. Um, it did look pretty cool. I've not really played Monster Hunter. I know there is a demo, so I've done the demo. But I'll try to get so I can do it properly yet. Um, yeah, that looked pretty cool. Um, Near Automat... Uh, he's running out of pronounce Near Auto- Automata. Um, or Automata, how we choose to... Uh, pronounce it there is different pronunciations around um the end of your heart edition did get announced for switch um there was rumors of a 2018 game getting ported to switch that people weren't necessarily expecting and this is believed to be that title um it's a game that a lot of people have wanted to come to switch it looks pretty cool um it is causing a bit of discontent the fact that square are taking the effort to move this across as a native port when especially Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 weren't um so I think a lot of people are saying that why can they do this natively but not Kingdom Hearts 1 or 2 so I think that has caused a little of, bit of debate with Square Enix fans about that especially Kingdom Hearts fans um but yeah they look pretty cool look um didn't look too bad graphically which is pretty cool um, next up was a kind of murder mystery uh, still puzzle game, which had a graphical style akin to like the Killer Seven on the GameCube, so it's quite kind of unique art style. It was called Lorelei and the Laser Eyes, which is due out uh, twenty twenty three. 
is a type exclusive for the Switch. Uh, one thing I forgot about say about near Automata is it is due out on the October sixth. So yeah, that's definitely due out this year. Uh, then next up we had Super Bomberman R two get announced. Uh, Super Bomberman R was a launch title for the Switch, and it's a game that I had quite a bit of fun with. Um, Bomberman always is a bit of fun, um, so it is good to see um, a new Switch game come along. Yeah, so uh, adding a stage builder and a castle mode, so castle mode is up to 15 people, like, they try and attack the, and get uh, points and get things, and you got one person trying to stop them all. So yeah, very interesting good new game mode looking there. Um, that is just due 2023, no set date for that. Uh, next up was a collection that got a lot of people very excited, but also has caused a little bit of controversy. And that is a Mega Man title. This is Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Um, so it's taking the Battle Network uh, series from the Game Boy Advance and porting them over to the Switch. Um, but there was a trailer and it is multi-format. But the thing that has caused a bit of... Um, all people to be disappointed is the fact that the, the multi-format trailer did not mention Xbox. So on the consoles it's coming to, you had Switch, PlayStation, PC, um, but no mention at all of um, the Xbox series or... Xbox One. So there's a lot of confusion. Like, it doesn't look like it's coming to the system unless Microsoft is going to do a trailer for the line and announce it's coming to Game Pass or something like that. But it isn't due out until 2023. And as it stands, it's not confirmed for the Xbox platform. Um, and the next one is one that could surprise a lot of people. It is a remake of Pac Man World from the PlayStation 1 or like the original PlayStation. Um. Yeah, it says Batman World Repack, which is out on August 26th. Um, looks really cool, like a mixture of 2D and 3D platforming. Um, a lot of people were excited to see this coming back. So I think a lot of people had a lot of fun with it in their childhoods. So as long as you get the controls right and working well, I think it could be a good good one. Um, next one I'm going to put you up a bit later, because it is one that stood out to me, it's Probably one of the cutest games I've seen in a while. And it's a game called Blanc. Um, it is a co-op game which is completely text-free. You can play online or local multiplayer. And you follow a young deer and a young fox cub as they try and get home, basically. So they use the two different uh, characters or animals, different um, skill sets. to get for different environmental puzzles and stuff like that. I think it's a really cool concept, and the art style is gorgeous. It's literally black and white. Um, it's a snowy kind of backdrop, and it just looks fantastic. Um, it is a console exclusive, so it's only come to Switch in terms of consoles. But it is throughout February 2023, so there are to wait on that, but it is one that I am going to keep an eye on, I think, and would definitely like to see more of, definitely. Uh, next up is a return of a classic franchise with uh, Return to Monkey Island. Uh, it's an old point-and-click series. A lot of people have a lot of love for it. 
Um, so it is coming to the Switch. I think it's coming to the Switch first as well. So another Cartoon exclusive. It's due out uh, the end of 2022. No set date, but 2022 has been confirmed for that. Next up is the first title which had uh, Nintendo characters, which is... Um, to be fair, it's the main one that did. Um, and it is uh, Mario Plus Rapids Marks of Hope. Uh, it's the sequel to the first game that came out. Twenty uh, eighteen, I think it came out. But the first Mario Plus Rabbits Kingdom Battle is absolutely fantastic. It's a great uh, strategy game. Uh, one I definitely recommend playing. And yeah, the sequel looks great. They've uh, quality of life updates to the battle system. So how battle works is all a bit different. Um, but it does look fantastic and did have a release date confirmed of the 20th of October, which looks really cool. And they did also have another kind of showcase the day after. I didn't react to it. I haven't watched it yet, to be fair, because a lot of people are saying it's kind of like quite a bit. I think the actual video on YouTube's down as 44 minutes, but the majority of that is just a screen, then like you got 16 or 17 minutes at the end. Um, so it seems a bit weird. But, um, yeah, it looks like it's going to be a cool follow-up. Um, a lot of people say it's a lot more expensive than the previous game, so since I have taken the time to really kind of build it up and do something really good for the game. And, yeah, while well, in October, we'll see more about it, hopefully. Um, then we had a little bit of a... Um, like a triple pack of games where they just put three games together in a little segment. Um, had Little Noah, uh, Scion of Paradise, it's like a randomly generated dungeon quarter for bet, one of a better word. Um, they look pretty nice art style, looks pretty cool, but um, probably not one I'm going to pick up. And it did come out on the day of the direct, so came out on the 28th, so it's a shadow drop, which is nice. Uh, Epic Games is uh, bringing across uh, Railgrade, which is like a railway sim, so having to build up railway networks, um, how to factor in like, the sizes of trains and the amount of trains using the tracks at certain times. So yeah, it's very kind of interesting train sim, which is due out uh, in autumn 2022. And then another one of an awesome different art style, was um, RPG Time the Legend of Right, which is due out on the 18th of August. It's like a hand-drawn style um, RPG game, but you, it's as if it's being played out in someone's notebook, so it's very kind of 2D, pencil drawings, animation car style. And you have to use different things like pencil, your rubber, and calculator just to do different things. So, they're a very interesting content. I believe it is our next box formats already. Um, but yeah, it's one just to keep an eye on to see how that does. But it looked pretty cool. Um, but I know this one I'll play, to be fair. I think some of it just looked a bit kind of a little chaotic in places, potentially. Um, so yeah, that's one that I am going to um, sit on the side for. 
Yeah, next up we had a new trailer for Sonic Frontier, so I believe it's the first footage of it on Switch. Um I think to be fair they did a lot better job advertising it in this trailer than they have in all the IGN showcase and stuff like that, because they were trying to keep certain parts of the game under app. And they're only really showing off the main hub area. Um, the hub area. I think it looks better as the laws are showing off, but um, I think Southern Combat can seem a bit clunky and, well, we didn't really like how the um, how the game looked when it's just like the open area, open world bit, or the open zone, as they're calling it. But the Nintendo Direct Mini trailer did show off what they're calling Cyberspace, which is a more traditional kind of Sonic level, so it's a bit more fast-paced. Um, we've got the enemies and kind of like stuff like that, so... Yeah, that that got people interested again, so I am very interested in that again. Um, but as I said, my direct direction, I probably won't pick up on Switch. I probably would look to get out on Xbox Series X, potentially. Just because you've got to improve performance, hopefully it'll be a bit of a smooth experience. But yeah, hopefully they manage to put it off and it is a good release for Sonic. Um, next up was Dizzy Dream Light Valley, which is a... Animal Crossing style game with Disney and Pixar characters. Looks pre- pretty cute. Um, it is appearing to be a free-to-play game and it's by Gameloft. So I know that did dampen a few people's hype for the game. Um, just depends how grindy and microtransaction focused it gets some potentially. But um, yeah, it looks pretty cool. It does release an early access on the Switch on the 6th of, 6th of September, so yeah, not too long to wait to see how that gets on. And obviously, it will be early access, so it won't be completely finished, but exciting all the same. Uh, next up, they had a bit of an update on Live Alive, which was announced earlier in the year, which is a RPG that back in the SNES era didn't get released outside of Japan. Um, it follows six different stories in different time piece, time periods. I don't have to know any of them particularly. You can't just play uh, any of the stories. I think apparently there is a seventh storyline. Uh, once you complete all of them, we're all kind of ties together. Um, yeah, that's uh, got reconfirmed for July 22nd, and they did also release a demo. Uh, so you can play th- uh, the beginning of three of the chapters or three of the storylines. And you Data will be carried across to the game if you do purchase it and take it on. Um, but yeah, no, it looks great. Um, I have downloaded the demo, but again, I've not had a chance to get stuck into it because I have been playing a few different things this week. So um, let's try to find time for it. Next game was another kind of farming sim style thing, which is Doraemon story of seasons uh friends of the great of the great kingdom um i don't know who doraemon is but i know he is his kind of brand people are aware of but for me it didn't really kind of appeal um looked a bit too cutesy um so yeah i wasn't blown away by this one but a few people were excited for it so it looks pretty cool uh, Microsoft confirmed that Minecraft Legends is coming across to the Switch. Um, so that's coming 
2023. Um, the Doraemon game is due out this year. It did get 2022 uh, Windows tapped on it. So, um, we'll hear out more about it in the coming months. But Wyckoff Legends is like a tactical action game. So, um, bit of an interesting approach. Still does have that. Minecraft look though, which I'm not a massive fan of, so that is kind of a game again that doesn't really do much for me, so it's not what I will be jumping for. Um, next up, they had Dragon Quest Treasures, which is a spin off from the Dragon Quest series. It's where your character and a group of monsters can team together and go searching for treasures dotted around the world. Um, it is throughout uh, 9th of December, so it might be in December. Um, yeah, it looked interesting, but again, it's kind of like not particularly deep, and from what I can see, and it's the Dragon Quest series. One I've not really got into. I did play eleven for a little bit, but I haven't really gone back to it. So I'd probably do need to try and play it more, but um, didn't really get a chance to carry it on. Really, unfortunately, um, we had like a little compilation where we had uh, No Man's Sky with the Proper confirmation of the 7th of October release date. Um, Plague, Tape, Plague, uh, Plague Tale Requiem was shown off, but it is a cloud version for the Switch. That is coming in October as well. Um, it also have a kind of a little brief segment of Fire Emblem Warriors Free Hopes here. Um, as you have Nintendo IP is technically here. Because it obviously was done in partnership with Koei Tecmo, so um, they're just like advertising the factories out now. There's about five seconds of footage stuff that's been seen before, so not a big focus by any means. They also had like a old style top down action tactical game. Um, can't recall the name of it properly, but it's like Captain. Uh, let me just skip my mind. I had it on top of my tongue. I was going to talk about it. Um, yeah, looked kind of cutesy, but it wasn't, again, wasn't really for me. Um, they then had a new trailer for the Portal Companion Collection. Pretty short, 30 second thing. But it actually got released on the 28th, so it is out now. Um, and surprisingly, it is a really good price. In the UK, it was £13.49. I think in the States it equates to about $20. Um, and for that, you do get Portal 1 and Portal 2. So I was really surprised by that. So I did uh, pick it up and download it. But again, I've not had the time to sit down and dedicate to playing it. So I'm going to be a backlog, admittedly. So hopefully next week or two I can start working through that. Um, Square Enix had a new game to announce... There's a penultimate thing, which is called Harvestella. Um, it's like an RPG life sim, so kind of like Animal Crossing, but also got proper RPG elements as well. So you can go out around the village and take on fights against monsters and stuff like that. Have got seasons, you've got spring, summer, uh, autumn and winter. They have also got what they call the season of death, which is called Quietus. So every now and again, Quietus will hit and you have to 
try and fend it off and preserve your village, like it will cause your crops, crops to wither, um, increase danger and stuff like that for the village. So, yeah, so you got that, and uh, I think you have to fend it off and keep the village going through quietus till the spring or the next season comes along. Um, so they're kind of cool. Uh, looks a bit more deeper than the Dormay Dorman one, which had because it's got the um, combat battles and RPG stuff in it. So interesting look there. Um, I did end the presentation with something I think would have been a much bigger thing if it wasn't in the Xbox presentation earlier in the year, earlier in June, which is Persona Five Royal, Persona Four Golden, and Persona Three Portable all being confirmed for the Switch. Um, once the direct had been announced, there were rumors going around that um, Persona would be here in some form. A lot of people were unsure what games it would be or whether it would be all three. Um, a lot of the reports were indicating the Persona 5 might not be in there, but happily it is coming, it, and Persona 5 will is coming the same date as the Xbox, on the 21st of October, so a well, pretty cool get. Um, and then Persona 4 Gold and Persona 3 Portable coming next year, potentially. Um, yeah, I think if it hadn't been sh- announced in the Xbox Showcase, I think that would have been a big kind of hype moment for the Direct. But in fact, it had been shown off by Xbox and they're coming to the Xbox series. I think it was kind of a bit... Okay, yeah, switch the game too. Kind of announcement. Um, and obviously we do have them going to Game Pass on the Xbox as well, which does kind of, for me, swing it a bit more like I'll probably get my Xbox. Uh, Persona 5 Royal is an incredible game. I've been playing it on PS4. Nowhere near as enough for it as I should be. Um, but I'm going to be brutally honest, I've not really played my PlayStation 4 for quite a while, so um, that's the unfortunate thing. But definitely is worth keeping an eye on. Uh, see how Persona 5 um, especially gets on. The rest of Persona games. But yeah, that is the everything that was announced in this Direct Mini. Um, I think in terms of Direct Minis, it is the longest I've ever had. And overall, it's got the best grades or best kind of reception. A lot of people are really happy with what I saw. Um... I think presumably because the expectations were set quite low because Nintendo said, yeah, the third part is only is a mini, so there's nothing too major. Um, but yeah, I my personal thoughts, I really enjoyed the presentation. It was really well paced, I think. I think potentially they spent a bit too long on Monster Hunter at the beginning because that did go on for probably a good four minutes out of the Tray 6. So... Um, yeah, the Monster Hunter presence was pretty rated at the beginning, especially for something that was out two days after the presentation. Um, but it all looked good. Um, Blanc is a game I'm super excited for. Um, super cute. They've always said it's going to be emotional. So if you do get a chance to check out the trailer for Blanc or my reaction, um, yeah, please do, because it looks pretty cool. Um Looks really beautiful art style. Um, Mary Plus Rabbits uh, Sparks of Hope does also look great. 
Uh, very keen to get started into this game series again because it did bring me a lot of fun when I was playing for the originals. So definitely, definitely one that I'm going to look look at. See more on watching the Ubisoft stuff. Yeah, Persona coming to Switch, I think, is a massive gap. Uh, the fact is, they are quite long RPGs and they'll be able to be played portably, I think, is a definite bonus. Especially these days with people doing a lot of travelling or um, don't have the time just to sit purely at their console and play for for hours at a time. I think it's definitely great that Persona is getting that option to take, you with, take it with you on the Switch. Um... Yeah, it's definitely worth keeping an eye on seeing how it does. And obviously, what it means to the, for the future of the Persona franchise is it going to mean that going forward are all new Persona games coming to other consoles? Because um, I think Atlas and Sega kind of had a mis- uh, misconception that Persona would only sell on PlayStation, but uh, Persona 4 Golden on the going to Steam and selling so well did kind of Taking my surprise a bit, so hopefully it's opened their eyes and with the future persona we do find it going to other consoles because I'd love to see that. Um, Yeah, that is kind of my thoughts on the Direct Mini. Like, I know uh, the YouTubers I follow did have a give it that great. I did did do B because, yeah, there wasn't anything like, oh my god, that's incredible. Uh, Near coming across is pretty cool. yeah, I think it's solid, and, like, if that was, like, the filler between the Nintendo stuff and E3 Direct, it would be a very solid Direct. Um, I think, yeah, I think it, potentially the thing is Bayonetta could have been there, because that's technically a partnership game, because it's in partnership with Sega and Platinum. Um, so the fact that it wasn't there, no kind of release update there was a bit kind of, oh, okay, but... I dare say there'll be more directs and more news coming later in the year. I think they tend to do a more in-depth one towards Platoon. That's coming out September time. So maybe beginning of September you get a proper direct. That will set up the rest last couple of months of the year for definite. And then kind of like early next year as well. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed the, the direct... Um, thought it was really good. Some great stuff showing off. Some new stuff which people weren't expecting. So, yeah, that was a big win for a lot of people. Um, yeah, so now I'm going to just chat a bit about what I've been playing the last couple of weeks. Um, if you've been following my YouTube, you've all seen I've got a few videos coming out. So, yeah, I've been actually doing some more gameplay videos. Um we had a week, like, go back to work tomorrow by the time of recording this, but I have had a week off, so it's been really cool. Um, it's really cool just having time to sit back, relax, and play some games. Um, but, yeah, I've been doing Animal Crossing. Um, obviously, I had to go on to Animal Crossing on my birthday, get all the cupcakes and my little party phone for me. Um, it was super cute. Uh, Tetris 99 we're playing again this week, trying to get some more... Uh, levels and see how I'm getting on. Um, Psych Origins, I got out on Switch, which has been pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's got like um, really nice versions of the 
classic uh, Mega Drive or Sega Genesis games. Um, so I've got gameplays of all of Sonic 1 and pretty much all of Sonic 2 by the time it all goes up. Um, and then I'm going to try and do some more Sonic 3 over the weekend or start Sonic 3 over the weekend. Um, and then, um, yeah, we started through Knuckles because I'm interested to see what the new music's like. Because in Sonic 3, there's three levels I couldn't use the original soundtrack for. Um, it's widely expected to be because Michael Jackson helped compose it or it contained samples of Michael Jackson music and he wasn't credited for it. So I think legal reasons, legal reasons I couldn't reuse the soundtrack. So. They've gone back and used the original prototype music for the game, which um, they've kind of remastered for this release. So it'll be interesting to see exactly how they sound. Um, but yeah, um, it's interesting to see what happens there. Um, I've also been playing um, a little bit of Forza Horizon 5. Uh, did get on there. Uh, some Tetris Effect connected, got back into that as well. And I have started a new, few new games this week. I played the demo of Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Uh, so, on the first couple of battles in there, the video should be coming out um, similar time to this podcast, to be fair. Because um, I have been able to schedule some videos in advance. And I did actually start playing a new game today, actually, which is um, Royal of the Champions by Ubisoft. It's like a free-to-play uh, sports title, so it's kind of a weird concept. It's like a sport game on roller skates. He's getting around his oval track, and you basically have to try and get a ball. Once you've got the ball, you have to do a lap of the, lap of the circuit to open up the goal. If you do one lap, then score the ball, you get one one point if you do two laps round with the ball and score you get two uh three points if you manage to do three laps around the track and score you get five points the first into five points wins four people per team and obviously you have to try and tackle and take out the person who's got the ball to stop him doing the circuit and scoring with the the ball as i've only played not very much of it, but um, first impressions were pretty good. Um, yeah, I played one match and did like the initial training. So, yeah, it seems to play, seems to control pretty well. Um, be interesting to see how long the engagement lasts and like how deep it is. I don't know how many different courses there are, whether it's the same course or whether you got different settings because that could um, affect it all as well. Um, but yeah, I've enjoyed what I've played like so far. I do have things to get stuck into and hopefully do video gameplay videos for. So I've got the uh, Portal Companion Collections, I've got Portal 1 and Portal 2 to play through. Um, and I was very happy with the price of those because I thought it's going to be a collection of two games that's bound to be like put up £40 at the minimum. Um, but to have it, it's 13 for two. Critically acclaimed games. Everyone's saying if you haven't played them, get them. So I am going to get stuck into those hopefully next week. Um, and then we have 
the live live demo, which I want to get stuck into. Um, so yeah, I've got some good videos coming up, hopefully. And um, yeah, I'll be carrying on Sonic Origins, wanting to get through all the games. I've never really played Sonic CD probably, so once I've done Sonic 3 and Knuckles, I will cycle back to Sonic CD. Um, it should be fun. Um, yeah, in terms of talking about all these videos, I need to tell you where to find the videos. So I actually have my own web address for YouTube, so it's youtube.com forward slash chrisreactor1. Um, all my videos and reactions are up there, so make sure you do try and check it out. Please do subscribe if you're not already. Really does help, and just even if you click on the video for a few seconds, just give it a little like, just help get that like ratio up. Um, it really does help get those videos out there a bit. So, yeah, so that's my YouTube and Twitter. Uh, follow me on Twitter at ChrisLewis37. Um, all my videos get shared straight to Twitter, so. Um, these two check the ones I've have to post it actually to be fair. Um so I scheduled it, but I don't think they got posted to Twitter, so um so yeah, that's another thing to look into. But um if you find my Twitter you should find some my YouTube videos and be able to go through the whole lot. Um So yeah, don't forget to check out the game junkies podcast, they're doing some really cool stuff at the moment. Um, and also the Dungeon Junkies, which is their Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Um, they normally drop their gaming stuff every other Saturday, so on the opposite Saturdays to me, their stuff will come out. So make sure you kind of listen out for them. And until next time, thank you for listening to Mr. Art, and speak to you soon. Bye. This podcast is a Mass Attack production for Visionaries Global Media.